What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Wednesday, September 2nd, 2020. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the rogue one at Gary Witta. Hello, how are you? I'm great, Gary. How are you? I'm good. Kevin's already managed to annoy me this morning, but other than that, I'm fine. Damn. You came in. We could tell you were stressed. You said you were working on six different things. I already am stressed. Yeah, rushed over here. Kevin Kevin starts with the fucking dumbass nuclear white hot takes. And uh, I just, I, I'm over it already. I'm over it. What is ten ten oh one? And I'm already sure. over the show. Today. Sure, I understand. It's so just we're going to be in for a good one, I'm sure. I, I never like doing an audio version of it because usually I save it for Twitter. But I will. Kevin and I are giving you a hashtag hard truths right now. Mm-hmm. The original Bill and don't Ted, not this. a great don't, film. No, stop. Not a great don't. film. He's just saying don't, he doesn't want to. Don't, don't, don't go down this road. road. <laughs> I mean, we're don't right. Down. But I'm like, back, don't do this. You're dragging energy. It was my first game. Like, if, you, like, if, you, if you want to express the opinion that the original Bill and Ted is not a good movie to me privately, that's fine. Sure. I'll take yeah. it on board. Yeah. But don't embarrass yourself by putting it out there in the public realm. It's not going to go I just well think, for you. I think it's just one of those things of, you know, how it is different generations. Because it's like Kevin and I's generation appreciate good movies. And then the generation before us, they liked mediocre movies. And then your generation just fucking would accept anything. They were happy to have talkies, you know? <laughs> yeah. Let's move on. Ladies and gentlemen, let's stop talking about Villain Ted. Let's talk about video games. Uh, apparently, people love the Marvel's Avengers. Uh, don't expect Series X news at TGS. And don't expect AT&T to sell WB games after all. Let's talk about all this and more because this is Kinda Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show. Patreon.com slash Games. There, you can ask us questions. You can get the show ad free you can watch it with the exclusive post show we do hell you could be having a great time getting all the other content like the bless way show he does bless up i'm gonna always call it bless way because that's what he did and then change the name uh for one dollar you get an exclusive show over there you get to be part of the shows you have a great time it's fun you get all the other perks of the other shows as well but if you have no bucks to toss our way it's no big deal we understand everybody can't go to patreon.com slash kind of funny so we encourage you or kind of funny games encourage you to go to twitch.tv slash kind of funny games where you can watch us record the show live if you're watching live you have a special job go to kind of funny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kind of funny games rooster teeth and podcast services around the globe housekeeping for you thank you to our patreon producers mohammed mohammed aka momo and al tribesman aka the predator today we're brought to you by brooklyn and logitech and hymns but i'll tell you about that later for now let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. Time for some news. Kevin, I got five items on the Roper Report today. Now, I imagine you were doing it with your hand, but I like to imagine you were shaking your throat to get that noise. Kevin. I sure was, Greg, shaking it real <laughs> you hard. Shaking your throat? <laughs> Bring yourself up on KevCam and show the people how you show the good people no, how you no, do no. that. It's too sexual in its graphic nature. Gary, we need you to. Here's my thing right now. Gary, you're right here. All right. Kevin and I need you to get up here. We need you to get on our level. Let's today, do right? it, Gary. Let's let's well, let's pause the Roper report for a second. Whatever you level you're on, I have no interest in being on it. You came in here, weight of the world on your shoulders. This is a I safe did. spot. Let's just let it. Let's let's do some deep breaths. Kevin, lead us in some deep breaths. See, Gary, that's what we're talking about. Let's get Zen with us. Remember Animal Crossing? How much you enjoyed it before you turned it into a career? Remember yeah, Fall Guys, how much you enjoyed it days. before you turned it into a career. I know. I got to stop taking things that I enjoy doing for fun and turning them into work. I know, right? Then you got nothing left. And then you're just yeah, down here. Like hanging out with you used to be fun, and now it's a job. Now we only do now it. Well, I mean, that's part of the COVID, That's part of the COVID, too. Come on now. Come on now. How's the Fall Guys talk show going? It's going good. We had two really fun episodes so far. Dr. Lupo was great, and then we got to play with the... Um, lead designer and uh, and oliver who runs the four guys game uh twitter account twitter, and we got yeah. some really actually dropped quite a bit of news yeah um, no, i, I saw a lot, the, a lot saw of newsworthy stuff came out of that it was really interesting kate and i had a great time uh talking with them and then this friday we're going to be playing with uh, felicia day and amy okuda from Ooh, back in the day they're reuniting yeah. to play four guys with us and then and then the following week we're not ready to announce it but a very big very big famous super duper celebrity is going to play with play for andy guys. cortez Bigger, bigger, even than that, if wow. you can imagine. 
That's hard to believe. Bigger That's hard even to believe. than the leader of the Nitro Rifle. Is it Mark Hoppus from Blink-182? I saw him Listen, tweet we'll get it. We'll, we'll get into all of it. Why would you think it... Why, does he play Fall Guys or something? Yeah, he tweeted. He's, he's, oh, okay. He plays a bunch of video games. He's been tweeting about okay. it lately. Okay, all right, cool. Yeah. All right, well, you never know. If I guess it, will you just will you acknowledge it here on the show live? Then I, I, then uh, I, no. that, that's the... Oh, fuck, all right, cool. That sucks. Thought maybe we could get Did Dr. Lupo right. win? Yeah, we, uh, we played 13 games. We won 10 out of 13, My and Lupo God. was responsible for eight of those. I got Jesus. two. Yeah. Hey, look he's, at you. He's a pro. And then what's the deal? You coming back to Animal Crossing one day? Animal Talking one day? Yeah, we're gonna do a Halloween. I thought you were coming back yeah. for one of our uh, holiday I'm, specials. We're I'm doing there. Halloween, Halloween spooktacular. Thanks. I was hoping the September dinner. update would start all that and give me some pumpkins and stuff, but they're yeah. starting slow. That, that, yeah, that, that, I imagine that'll be the October update. Yeah, agreed. And then uh, Christmas special as well, of course. Can't not do a Christmas special. That's when you have to have Kevin on because nobody lots loves Christmas. Lots of Kevin. seasonal specials coming up. In, if Animal Talking is not going anywhere, I do competitively love Christmas. Oh, I love yeah, it. It's my favorite. That? Well, this is the thing that happened back in the studio last year. You guys tried out Christmas each other for an entire nothing, month. Nothing pleased me more than yesterday, September 1st, people posting lots of like, oh, Halloween has begun type memes. Yeah, love because it. Because I agree. I mean, you know, the ha- we, I, I bought some Halloween Oreos yesterday. The Halloween candy's in the store. Uh, my kid got a Halloween special edition of a magazine she subscribes to uh, uh, in the mail this week. Like, it's here. The season's upon us, Greg. Hey, Jen. Last night, how much money did you spend on Halloween decorations? Maybe like 175. 175. My wife decided last it. night it was like time to decorate it. the house. I, ma- I, I continue to make, continue to maintain, and the evidence ma- continues to mount that you married up. Oh no, totally. Well, I just married somebody who shares my interests. You know what I mean? That has the exact same uh, interests as me. Now, but, here's, but, but who is also superior to you in many ways? Oh yeah, no, 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 no. Definitely, there's no doubt that Jen's the more superior one over in the relationship. I'm taking a photo right now that I'll post later for a second screen experience because we're in we're in an interesting uh, world right now, where my apartment building is getting the windows cleaned. Okay. And so they were like, please, you know, shut your windows so the water doesn't get in, but also, you know, close them or close the drapes for privacy. And I don't think they understood that I'd be doing a podcast four feet from this poor man's face <laughs> while he tries There's, to clean Is there the a guy window. staring at you right now with a squeegee or something? He's, yeah, yeah, he's very much right there. He's not staring at me because, you know, this is, I, I love God. someone who loves their profession. And if you're a window washer, because he's hanging from a bungee cord here with the whole rig on doing that oh, thing. Oh, wow, yeah. If okay. you're doing that kind of window washing, you're a pro. And I have to imagine he could see someone get murdered on this side of the glass and he, it wouldn't phase him. You know what I mean? He's very much in. You got to block out what's happening. I mean, wind, I mean you got to imagine window cleaners. They see it all, don't they? They you do. Yeah, they I'm sure they do. See. They have this. They, that's the thing. They got great stories. Them and proctologists. You see either of those at a party, you hang out with them and you get some stories. All right. Really? About okay. That. Let's start all our right. number one story. Uh, Gary, let's start the Roper Report with a question. All right. How did Marvel's Avengers pull it off? Of course, Gary, Marvel's Avengers releases full, full blown on Friday. However, yeah, the I ultimate- did, sorry, did, sorry I, did, I did the preload on Steam this morning. I didn't even realize oh. that it was available on PC, but I'm, I, might, I might be playing Steam the PC right? version. No, you oh, agreed okay. with us that you're not. I, yeah, playing you're going to play the PS4. Why did, yeah, you said you're going to play PS4 with us. I got you the code. I, 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 you the code. I, I know that I'm banging my head against a brick wall, but is there any chance there's cross progression so I can jump back and forth? <laughs> Oh, no, man, I don't you bang so. against there. Maybe that'd be way year. too convenient, way right. too user friendly. Why? I got you the code though that? for PS4. You know, what I, I do mean? Pre- I, and it's pre-installed on PS4 as well, and I will be playing with you. All right, fine. So anyway, so uh, if bring everybody up to speed, if you didn't know, Friday, of course, the game is out for everybody, all the normies. However, Monday, uh, 9 p.m. In, on our coast and also throughout the world and everything else. Basically, Monday, even though they tell you Tuesday, uh, if you have the Ultimate Edition, you could start playing, which is when the servers went live. Everybody could start playing if they had that version of it, which also uh, meant that press could only get in there, too. If you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, usually for a games as a service, uh, something that's online and revolving around that, they usually don't push the servers live early so it is that's why you see reviews in progress for a destiny or something like that and now a marvel's avengers as you continue to see stuff like that happen so you had this uh, thing of people jumping into the game for the first time since beta maybe only hearing after beta and of course the beta was an interesting period where i think the you the prevailing uh, prevalent theme of it was Man, it's I'm having fun playing it, but it's is it going to wear thin? Is it just a button masher? Where is it going to go? And that was just the audience talking about it, I think, and most of the conversations you'd hear on a podcast or whatever. Now that people have it in their hands, people on Twitter are starting to freak out that they like it. I have a bunch of different tweets pulled here, all right? 
uh, at Benji Sales, who, of course, industry analyst paying attention to the sales numbers out there, tweeted yesterday, Avengers ending up being good is one of the bigger heel-to-face turns of 2020 online gaming discourse. Of course, talking about a bad wrestler becoming a good guy, a bad person going good. Uh, Patrick Klepek uh, from Vice Gaming, right? They still call Waypoint? They changed it back to Vice Gaming, right? Uh, said, a tweet I did not expect to write. I'm really enjoying the single-player campaign of Avengers so far. Uh, Danny O'Dwyer from Noclip tweeted, So I wasn't a fan of the Marvel of Marvel's Avengers beta, but two hours into the full game, I'm really enjoying it. The beta was basically the start of the game, just without the Kamala Khan story beats. I've never seen such a perfect A-B test for the critical role of video game writers. Uh, Adam Bankhurst, who does a bunch of stuff and over at IGN, uh, tweeted, I can't believe how much I was smiling through the entire opening of Play Avengers. Uh, it actually took me back to my first E3 and evoked the feelings of making it and being at a place you've always dreamed of. So many wonderful moments. Also, Kamala and her dad are the best. And then Mike Fahey over at Kotaku actually wrote an entire article about this titled Avengers story campaign is bigger and better than I expected. For, uh, I think it's the second and third graph go like this. Based purely on the content of the beta and what Square Enix had shown of the game prior to today's early access launch, I was quite worried about Marvel's Avengers. I worried it, might, I worried it would be a dull, repetitive plod through missions built for multiplayer without a strong character focus. I worried the character models, ridiculed since the game's debut, uh, would keep me from fully enjoying the game. Though I feel my worries were justified, I'm pleased to report that they were, for the most part, unfounded. The beta did not do Marvel's Avengers justice. Uh, of course, ladies and gentlemen, these are individual opinions. You can find all sorts of different, I'm sure, contradictory one there. Uh, I know even Jim Sterling put up a thing like, this game fucking sucks. But that's kind of Jim's bag, too. Uh, it's more to the point, Gary, in this conversation I wanted to have. Uh, and I swear there's news here outside of... Uh, this is a weird one, right? Where I thought I could lead the story today, Gary, the, with the whole... It's number two on the Roper Report. Xbox saying there won't be any uh, Xbox Series X news. No next-gen news at TGS. But even that was a wishy-washy, and they kind of explained why. And I was like, well, that's, that's news I want to talk about, but I don't want to drill into. This is an inside baseball industry topic that I swear gets interesting. Because this is my uh, argument here, Gary. Marvel's Avengers... And whether you love marketing or hate marketing has had a masterful marketing campaign. And what I point to there is this, obviously all this information right now, based on a beta that was, uh, so the golden gate bridge missions that we had seen before that most people, I think st thought started Marvel's Avengers and it kind of does, but there's a very endearing section before then, then it dropped you into a whole bunch of multiplayer stuff later on, totally stripping away all the story stuff that the single player campaign gives you and gives you context for everything you're doing. So people were loving combat or not or whatever, and kind of lost in it. But here's what I want to point out that I saw happen in real time. And I've talked here and there, but I don't think I've made a case for right Wednesday, July 29th. They did the Avengers war table that kind of funny here dubbed. This is the best these games ever looked. It's the one where we finished and we we're like, oh, my God, I'm hyped to play the beta. That was a really good thing because the beta, remember, was happening the next week. Then the next week, they had a week long campaign that went crazy. Where on Monday, August 3rd, they said, guess what? Spider-Man is coming to Marvel's Avengers. He's exclusive to PlayStation 4. Tuesday, August 4th, they talked more about the community events and also how some of those are exclusive to PlayStation 4. Wednesday, they had something else to say. I forget what it was, but it doesn't matter because then Friday, August 7th, the PlayStation Plus beta hit. So it was designed. Oh, one week of content from the Avengers War Table, or like, holy shit, this looks awesome. There's so much content here, to the launch of the PlayStation Plus beta was designed to get you to pre-order this game and get you into that beta and you wanted to do it. Today, Square Enix tweeted, a heroic achievement. The Marvel's Avengers beta was globally the most downloaded beta in PlayStation history. Congrats to our, teams at Chris, our team at Crystal Dynamics. Now, of course, remember it was the PlayStation Plus weekend, then it was the Xbox uh, PC weekend with PlayStation Plus still available, and then it was the Everybody weekend or whatever. Or, I'm sorry, the pre-order weekend, the pre-order weekend uh, for PlayStation obviously by the time we get to the third one where anybody can play it's open beta obviously you get a lot more downloads but i still saw so many of my friends industry friends pre-order ahead of time for that first beta gary this is a long-winded rambling thing but are you following me here are you surprised that avengers a game that when it, we first saw it at e3 we all went wait what the fuck is this is having this moment right now where people are into it i i kind of had a similar journey with it when they first did the reveal um whenever that was when we first saw like you know the the a day stuff in san francisco and they did that big cinematic yeah. i was actually really hard on it um because i think a lot of people and a lot of people seemed to echo this at the time 
because they went for this like somewhat photorealistic CG style, mm. it inevitably invited comparisons with the MCU. Sure. And it was inevitably going to come up short compared to the MCU, right? Because nothing's as good as the MCU. Um, I think like dollar store MCU was the phrase that I was like somewhat casually chucking about. And I was kind of down on a, it. This is a great reference. And it'll be real quick that I saw that it cracked me up on the day uh, on Monday when all this was popping off and launching. Someone on our subreddit put the screen cap of Spaceballs when they capture the stunt doubles and put <laughs> Marvel's Avengers 2020 above it. And I was like, that's fucking great. So, you know, because they went with that style rather than, you know, an ultimate alliance or any, they could have gone with like a more comic book sure. style, but they clearly wanted to do, you know, like MCU, but not MCU. But I, and again, I think whether or not that has been completely mitigated, I, I, I don't know. To some extent, I think it has been, but it didn't leave a great first impression. It's like, ah, I see what you're trying to do, but like, don't try and copy the MCU because you know, it's never going to be as good. Like you don't have the real people. It's never, you know, people, people expect like, you know, Tony Stark and Robert Downey Jr. are now, are now so, you know, they're the same thing in the public imagination in terms of the mainstream. Yeah. And Chris Evans and you know, Scarlett Johansson, like, they, they, they are those characters. So when someone else like pops up, in a suit that looks very much like the MCU Captain yeah. America suit, but it's some other dude. You're like, what the fuck is this, right? And so you, your brain kind of wants to reject it a little bit, and that's what happened with me. But then when the beta came out, I thought, fuck it, I'll give it a go. And I streamed it over that weekend. And I got to say, I ended up enjoying it way more than I thought. I thought the gameplay was really fun. Yes, it is button mashy. But you know what? I like mashing buttons, especially when you're playing someone like the Hulk. It's yeah. fun to play. The characters feel good. They feel right. Um, the cinematics, the dialogue, the voice acting, the writing was all way better than than I expected. I don't know why I expected. Again, I think the MCU comparison really hobbled it, but like this is Square Enix. It is Crystal Dynamics. It's a AAA um, license. Like you expect all of these people to bring their A game and it looks like they, they did. Like it's really well done across the board. And that initial beta that let you kind of play, like, you know, you jump, you, you jump from one to your first, your Thor, then your Cap, then your Iron Man, then yeah, you get yeah, to, you know, you get to be Black right. Widow and then Kamala Khan. Like all of the characters are fun to play. So, now I don't know which one of these I want to main because I kind of am enjoying playing all of them. Um, Hulk's really fun to play. And I came out of that beta like completely turned around and thinking, damn, like this could actually be really fun, especially when you squad up in a group, which I haven't even done yet. I just went through like the single player, like, you know, let's let you know, let's onboard you on into the sure. game. Um, and I was kind of surprised at that point because Right as I was saying, oh wow, the beta. I mean, maybe maybe I was wrong. This could be really good. I like the beta a lot. A lot of people were still saying, ah, this beta, like very mixed impressions on the beta. But now the final game, even those people who were lukewarm on the beta now seems to be, going, oh wait, actually this is kind of good. And still a couple of people out there. Oh, there's lots of people that don't like it. You know, no one. It's never going to be universally loved, but no game is. But it's more for me the, again for the inside baseball aspect of this. The fact that the enthusiast press people and just and online personalities that you follow from podcasts or whatever are like, Oh my God, wait, I'm having fun with this in a way that yeah. I was saying at the beta when I was like, I know it isn't perfect, but I'm having a great time with this. You never, I'm still fascinated to see what this is going to do a review score wise. Still fascinated to see what the end game actually is going to feel like what that's going to be uh, for full disclosure on where I'm at with the game right now. I'm, what seems to be the penultimate mission where I'm like in the single player story campaign, uh, you know, it's been uh, this lousy fucking job. I got, I couldn't just play nonstop <laughs> day and night. So I'm to the point right now of like, it seems like I'm about to do the thing that will then get, propel me to actually do the thing and then yeah. open up the full on. And, and, you know, and obviously look, it's, it's a live game, right? You know, raids and other kind of content that come in. There's going to be all kinds of, you know, they're, they're going to keep evolving the game. Yeah. It's, you know, the, now, now that the game is out there in the world, of course, you know, the review scores will come and, uh, it's right to it's right to evaluate it now that it's out there in the world. But this is but this is the beginning of you know with 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 any live type game, whether it be Destiny or Anthem or Avengers, the game the day one launch is the beginning of it being critically evaluated, not the end. Sure, right. Like yeah, a yeah, year, totally we'll still be we'll still be evaluating it a year from now when the latest content comes out and we look at how much it's evolved over the last year or whatever. So this is the beginning of the process. Um, but I, I'm, I'm in, I, I like, I really, I really liked the beta. And if people are saying, Hey, this is better than the beta, mm -hmm. I'm all the way in. Cause I, I was kind of sold on, on the beta version and, and that was just single player. The idea of squatting up with friends and, you know, cause that's really the, that's the, you know, just like the movie, the big thrill of the Avengers movies was seeing them all finally team up right for the first sure. time. And yeah. the idea of getting to kind of have that experience with your friends 
I don't know. It, it feels to me like as good as good an Avengers game as you could hope for, don't you think? Yeah, I I think you nail it right there. As I think the bar was not low, but the weird introduction of the game, the these guys don't look uncanny valley or not MCU enough. Uh, the beta is it just button mashing? Where I think there's a lot going on with skill trees, but you still do combos and buttons stuff like that. I think that set the bar low, and the fact that this game is able to come out, and especially the single player campaign, which is where you should start. There's an Avengers initiative button you can click on and go right into multiplayer, but it would spoil some story stuff. Um, the single player campaign aspect of it is so well done that it's catching people so off guard because I think. There was this, and I know I've talked about it too, before as myself, right? Of There was this tenor to it of like, sure, I'm excited for an Avengers game. Sure, I love Crystal Dynamics, but really in, in, in games is a service from Crystal Dynamics. Like, I, I think Tim and I talked about it a lot on a various podcasts and had conversations about it where Tim is so like, he would have he loved to have seen a, for you're a single player Avengers game like Lara Croft, like, like Tomb Raider, where it has that kind of love and TLC to it. And I think yeah. that what's shocked me, if I can bring in a question here, I guess uh, the LD sound wrote into patreon.com slash kind of funny games, just like you can to be part of the show and says, Hey, Greg and Gary, now that you've had some time to play Avengers, Greg, at least uh, how long do you think the single player campaign is? Do you think it's worth picking up just for the story? I enjoyed what I played during the beta, but is the game worth it based on the single player story alone? Thanks. I think uh, your question leads right into where I was, uh, LD. That is, the single-player campaign here, at times, you're like, oh my god, it feels and looks like uh, Lara Croft. When it is Kamala running through the desert or platforming or doing this thing or interacting. Now, granted, that does fall away pretty quickly when you know you look at Black Widow's hair or something like that, and it's clear that like this is a bigger game and they, you know, there's sacrifices that need to be made that can't be made in the same if you were doing a, a linear narrative game. However, like that single player campaign is Crystal Dynamics. And I've seen people turned off for the same reasons I'm turned on by it, not sexually, uh, in the way that like it is comic booky. It is like a Marvel comic book where like there's these moments in it of, and I don't want to spoil anything really. And you can obviously go watch this. Our Let's Plays up youtube.com slash kind of funny games, which is my first hour and a half with it playing through all this. But Kamala is so endearing as a character. And the interactions she gets to have with the Avengers, uh, both in the beginning of the single player campaign and then throughout are so heartwarming. And like, again, this goes back to one of the things I had said leading up to this game was, I think that the story is going to be more than we think it's going to be because they went out of their way to get this voice acting cast because they have Troy and Laura and Travis and Nolan. And it's not them just voice acting. It's them doing the mocap thing. And it's Sean uh, S guy, right? Being brought over from naughty dog to be the director on this one to kind of give it that sheen of like, no, we're giving you this narrative backbone to it. And that comes through in the performances in a way I wasn't expecting where I, yeah, know, like even playing last night, there was a conversation between Kamala and somebody where I got teared up and I was like, holy shit. Cause it is that like, avengers marvel comic like inspiration let's do this let's save the world kind of thing yeah it's um i i again just based on what i saw the single player stuff that i played you know, with with kind of bruce banner and 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 kamala khan um i i kind of feel like yeah this has that naughty dog quality feel to it like the voice acting is really good that it, it's well written it's well performed you know it's technically uh, uh, operating on a very high level like it's 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 genuinely um, really impressive and and really good in terms of the single player campaign you know i don't know what the answer to that is but i would suggest that like if you're only interested in buying you're playing this for the single player campaign and you're not going to go online and play with friends you're probably missing out on the central promise of the game which is like team mm -hmm. up with your friends mm -hmm. like the whole point of avengers is like assemble team up right yeah. do this together um and that i think i think that's where the game is is really going to shine is is squatting up with friends and like you're iron man and i'm kamala well whatever characters we end up playing the yeah. kamala khan thing by the way i give him full credit for that a lot a lot of props for doing something different from the mcu which hasn't yet brought kamala yeah. khan in i'm sure they will in the next phase or whatever it's overdue yeah but she's got a disney plus show coming but to but to but to but to bring her into the game uh in this way i think makes a lot of sense as you know a fan a fan favorite character who's kind of more on the fringes right now isn't super well known but yeah this will bring her more to the forefront from a storytelling point of view it makes a lot of fun to have a character like that who's an outsider who has to get, get kind of onboarded yeah. she doesn't know anything right like you the player coming into the game you don't know anything well that's um, what i love about it to where i'm at of the story and again no spoilers right is that kamala 
is us. And so we get to play and see the game in the beginning through her lens, right? And so it is this, aw, shucks, I'm around the Avengers thing and you're at A-Day and you're doing all this different crazy stuff. And that's where you meet the, as I've said leading up to this, the boilerplate Avengers, right? Where it is like, cool, you look at them and you know who they are. Maybe they, they aren't Chris Evans. Maybe they aren't Robert Downey Jr., but you get it. It's then that five-year-later jump where we are fully into her single-player story, and then that introduces us to the Avengers now five years later that are remarkably different from the Avengers we met, let alone the Avengers we know from the movies. And I really feel that as you go through that character arc and then, spoilers, reassemble, right, and get back to being the Avengers, by the time you get back to the moment that you are the Avengers, I think a lot of those you look at, you're like, they, I know you now. I know this Bruce. I know this Tony. I understand their dynamic and who they are. And I know them in a a story that is not the MCU way. So I think by the end, you're not looking at the same way, even though I will say, and don't let him ever hear this. This Tony Stark looks so much more. uh, He looks more like Andy Cortez. The longer you play, (laughs) like at the end, like there, I was, I almost screenshot it last night, but it was a spoiler. I was like, I can't do this, but he looks so much like fucking Andy at the end of this thing. I think, I think one of the most impressive things about it is, and I remember when they first announced they were doing something, man, this is like from a game design standpoint, this is a challenge, right? Because every Avenger yeah. has a very, very different skill set, right? Like Black Widow's pretty much like a ninja type soldier, very straightforward. You know, Thor flies around, he's got the hammer. Captain America, again, more of a straightforward character. Like Hulk is has super duper strength. Iron Man fucking flies around the place. Kamala Khan's got the, you know, got bendy, like stretchy bendy arms and massive, you know, huge fists and things. But it all, but it all basically works. Like each character is genuinely really fun to play in their own right. Kamala Khan is like for me so far is the most fun character to play in the game. Like whapping people with those fucking massive fists is just hilarious and really, really fun. And smashing things as the Hulk is really fun. Yeah. Um, I, th- I, I think they've done a great, great job, kind of repping, you know, giving, giving each major character you know, their, their own kind of individualized and fun plays. It feels like you're playing as those characters, right? Yeah. Um, like that's that that's that's the biggest compliment I can give it is I don't know which character I would want it. Like you said to me, like pick a main right now. I don't know what I would pick because there's like three or four that would go, oh man, but they're all really good, you know? Yeah. Um so again, I'm I'm gonna get more into it now that the game's actually officially uh out there. I'll play through the single player. I'm definitely interested in in squatting up and playing on uh PlayStation. I'll probably have a separate uh character on PC. I'll play with some friends over there. I'm optimistic yeah. about it. I I you know, I I think this like, like just, I, I don't know how how much the marketing really played into this. It has been a very up and down journey. You know, the initial reveal was really mixed. It was like, eh, really? Like, it was, yeah. it was not the reveal that they wanted. The beta, again, I think some people were more turned on after the beta. I was, I definitely was like, oh, wow, this could actually be really fun. But I still saw a lot of people out there going, eh, totally. Now it, now it seems like the narrative is finally kind of turning their way and people are going, wait, this is actually good. Um, and it looks like it might. It looks like it is actually good. Yeah. So to LD's question, right? How long is it? Uh, Tom Marks over at IGN beat it yesterday. Said he clocked it around ten hours. That adds up with my really rough math of streaming that first night, playing a bunch yesterday, playing a little bit last night, and then what I'll do today. I would say you're right around ten hours, give or take. For the single player campaign, you mean? Yeah, exactly. Okay. And so then, do I think it's worth picking up just for that story? It's hard to say because I really enjoy that story a lot. It's been awesome, but for me. Part of that story has been that I can't wait to get everybody uh, unlocked. I can't wait to get all my team there. I can't wait to roll credits on that to then roll out and help Goldfarb and play with Kevin and play with Sean. And like, you know what I mean? Actually go out there and continue to play for hopefully a lot of hours. So I, I'm hesitant to say that like this 10 hour campaign is worth your $60. You can obviously play the other stuff afterwards. I, I don't know. You know, we're going to do a review in progress, obviously for Gamescast because we're not there yet. My, gut reaction right now would be that i don't know about end game playing by yourself is the question i guess i i think like the fact that yesterday's war table when they introduced uh kate bishop right and they showed her and they talked about like kate's coming in october and that dovetails with um clint's story in november like i think that's fucking awesome and i'm sure i'm gonna play those single player because all my friends will be playing uh as kate and hawkeye when they drop as well so it's like in that lens, I think it would, but I don't know how much you're losing or how difficult it's going to get where you need to play with other people. Yeah, too. look, they have this great opportunity to keep the game fresh, dropping in new Marvel characters, new storylines, just like comic yeah. books, right? Yeah. Like different yeah. story arcs that they can drop in as DLC and updates as the game um, goes along. I, I would suggest that if you are to the, to the original questioner's question, if you're only planning to play this single player or if you're only planning to like match make with randos on the, on the multiplayer side, 
I don't know, may, may, maybe give it a second thought. But if you have like a group of friends that you know you're going to be able to squat up and squat play up. with, I would say jump right in because I think that's going to be a ton of fun. Yeah. Number two on the rope report, ladies and gentlemen, Xbox says no next gen news at TGS. This is Andy Robinson over at VGC. Xbox has told fans not to expect any next gen console news during its 50 minute Tokyo Game Showcase. Sh I'm sorry, Tokyo Game Show Showcase later this month. The platform holder is set to open the digital events roster of publisher showcases. Uh, the TGS live stream schedule revealed on Tuesday. However, Xbox later clarified that its stream would focus on, quote, celebrating Japanese game creators and games, end quote, updates coming to Microsoft Flight Simulator and Japanese Minecraft community creativity. It will also be broadcast in Japanese only. Quote, our presence at Tokyo Game Show will celebrate the visionary creators and vibrant players in the region, it said on Xbox.com. Tune in to see the latest on games, content from our Japanese partners and players, and further details on Xbox services. Tokyo Game Show 2020 online will be held for four days from September 24th uh, with various companies, including major publishers, providing game updates and new announcements via TGS's official streaming and video game channels. Gary, I think uh, when I saw the headline of, on this, it was like, wait, it, what? And then you read it and it's like, oh, this makes sense. Obviously, uh, Phil Spencer has been very public about wanting to make inroads into the Japanese market, right? And correct wrongs that have been persistent throughout the xbox's life he's talked about wanting to get xbox first party studios that are japanese developers to try to attract that japanese audience and he's talked about how the series actually doesn't want to suffer from the same problems i mean listen microsoft has been trying to crack the japanese we've heard this every generation this is we're going to crack the japanese market this time and then they go sell what double digits in japan yeah you know like no like they can't they can't they cannot get japan interested in the Xbox brand. I don't know what is going to be different this time around. My my suspicion is that PlayStation 5 and Switch will continue to dominate in Japan and Xbox will be playing will still be playing catch up for a long time. I've heard I have heard this story before. It was either the 360 or the Xbox one they said we're going to get big Japanese developers on board and we're going to make start making serious inroads in Japan. It never happened. Maybe it doesn't need to, <laughs> maybe it doesn't need to happen. I don't know, but it's it's obviously I feel like it's a box that they have never managed to check they 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 want to get that they want to do it i hope they can i think xbox is a is a good console and i'd like to see it do well in japan i think there are all kinds of like cultural and and, and business reasons why they've struggled sure. there um and my my guess is they will continue to struggle i i don't think series x will be substantially more successful in japan than previous uh, generations of hardware um for the xbox uh, have been but i i admire them like they're not giving up. They're still trying. You know, as soon 100%. as you said like Xbox at TGS, I'm like, I my immediate reaction like still still plugging away at that Japanese still market. Trying, I guess like you'll like get there. You know, don't give up. Um, but I guess but I guess the I guess the real news is there is no news, right? We're still. I'm I'm getting this sense, Greg, and I'm sure you've you've seen this over the last couple of weeks. People are starting to get really antsy and really impatient about the price and release dates on this console. So they're like, just fucking tell us already. You know yeah. what I mean? I. Like they'll, they'll tell, I don't know why people are so like worked up about it. Like they'll, you know, you'll you'll know the price when you know the price. Like just you, you know why everybody's worked up about it. It's the same reason we all get worked up about stuff right now because we have nothing else to focus on. You know, this you got this pandemic, this virus. We can't yeah. leave. There's a fucking election coming that like for the fate and the soul of America. Like there's so much crushing shit you can't escape that when you get to your favorite thing, your hobby, your 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 chosen entertainment source, and it's like. Just tell us. Let us be excited about something. When is it coming? What is it going to be? Like, it is I that saw, question. I, I saw it. you had a conversation. I think it was on PSI Love You the other day about um, should the PlayStation, should the next gen consoles be delayed? What was the yeah. what, what was the takeaway from that? Should they be delayed? No, I don't think so. That the conversation about yeah PS Five in particular, right, was just this idea of you know we were going off of Ethan Gosh's article over at Kotaku where he was like making the case of maybe just just maybe just delay them. You know what I mean? He was very it was a an op I saw that yeah very much from his perspective uh you know raising a one-year-old you know not being able to leave his house and stuff like this uh in our response uh, both blessing and i after having a long conversation bringing in uh listener mail and all that stuff it was no and that was my thing coming in is no as well like again i think it's all about the lens you want to put on this i'm fine with this console long i'm fine with sony coming out tomorrow and being like hey everybody bad news every ps5 game is delayed but we sell the console so we're going to release those and i'd be like great cool like I, it's gonna run Fall Guys better. It's gonna run Avengers better. It's gonna like it's gonna load faster. My trophies are gonna sink faster. Like, let's go. And that's 
such a night and day shift from when they announced the PlayStation Pro or PlayStation 4 Pro for me, where I was like, what the hell is this thing? But that's where I am, where I'm like, yeah, give me the incremental thing. I know the games will get there. I also know that it's a weird fucking year. I also, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not worried about that. In the same way, I think if you're you, if you're Snowbike Mike, if you're someone who's, you know, heads down on Xbox, I totally understand for the Series X being like, there's no Halo. It's like, all right, cool. It's still, it's still, as Phil Spencer says, the best place to play, right? Like, you're going to get the support there in the games and the crazy 8K you want one day. I mean, I think you, I mean, I, I do think you'll see them this year. I think I, th there's a weird thing going on because I've got to, again, I don't really fully understand like how the business side of it works at this level. Like the prices have probably been locked for a long time. Like they internally, it might like Phil Spencer um, and uh, Jim, is it Jim Ryan? What's the name of the yeah, guy? Jim Ryan. Yeah. Jim Ryan. They know what the price is, right? They're, and are they playing, are they playing like a, a weird game of brinksmanship to see like, okay, who, who's going to blink first? Like who's going to release the price first and then we'll go or something. Yeah. Cause like, is it's there part a possibility of that, that I, I, again, I don't think this is the, this is the case, but like, I wonder if like, let's say Sony releases the price first mm -hmm. and Microsoft go, Oh, okay. So that's the price. Maybe we could shave a bit off of ours and be more competitive. Or if they don't really, they probably don't have that wiggle room. Like the numbers. No are locked in right so what are they yeah. waiting for like just tell people like what like what what is the i would love to say to phil spencer or jim ryan like what what is the date that you're releasing i don't even need to know but like what date are you releasing the price and 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 and, and what what is the thinking that leads you to decide that is the day to reveal the price you know like what's because presumably they this is all like focus tested and put through all kinds of like marketing people say this you know this is the optimum time to do it like Okay, show me the math on that. Like, why, why, why aren't you telling us now? Why are you waiting until a certain time to give us a price and release date? There's a couple wrinkles to it, and you know, at the very top of it, where you're like, why are people so jazzed up about it? I stick with it that it's just that our lives are so fucked up and weird right now. It's you want that ray of sunshine, right? Because as everybody is quick to point out, right, that the Switch release date and price got announced 50 days before uh, it came out, and even if it, if this was going to be a November thing, we're close to that, but we're not there yet. And for, for PlayStation in November or uh, for PlayStation and Xbox, and so right there, I think it tells you a lot of what you need to know. Just like we weren't, I don't remember flipping out about the switch like this and having multiple conversations about where it's going to be. But then the realistic side, the other side of it, it, of what does a global pandemic do to this? And what does it mean? I think it's a couple different things where I would assume the price is set and locked and everything's good to go. Maybe there's a problem with components and maybe those are changing around on a daily basis, but I would think you would have ordered those already. And that's what it is. I only think that because with us building the new studio, right? Where, all right, cool. COVID slowed a lot of things down. The, you know, making a new video wall, the prices on that went haywire, good and bad ways of just like, like shipping and this and like, well, they can't fly them anymore. Now they got to put them on a boat and this, that, and the other. And I think that's another big part of it is how many can you manufacture? All right. How many can we realistically ship and where can we send them? Are we doing a worldwide launch? Are we doing Europe and America? Are we, if we're, if we're Sony, are we doing Japan, Europe and America? Like what, I think there's so much arithmetic on that end of where you do it and where you send it and what do you go that you, Hope. I mean, they're, they're, they're going to be supply constrained, but they're also going to be demand constrained, right? There's no there's no Black Friday this year, right? There's no Dawn of the Dead scenes at your local mall. Oh, Gary, you know, God, you give, you give America way too much credit. I mean, they're you know, totally going to be Dawn I, of the I Dead scenes. I imagine there are going to be, gonna be, be the screenshot. They won't be wearing masks, and everybody will be like, what the fuck? There'll be all but these kids these, who I, came home from college and infected their families, yeah. and then they all go to the yeah, fucking platinum trophy and then drop dead. Um. I think I think that yeah, you probably are going to see that, especially in some of the dumber parts of America. You're you're going to see that, yeah, uh, and that's and that's a real shame. But these are going to be weirdly muted launches, right? Maybe because they are supply constrained, uh, and also because yeah, like a lot of people are not going to be going. Uh, you know, overall the Black Friday and the, and the holiday sales numbers in terms of like actually the like you know brick and mortar retail businesses, the numbers are going to be down overall, right? Even though sure. you might see it might look like a typical Black Friday in some of the stupider parts of of America. Um, for the most part, these consoles are going to be sold online this year, right? And, and that's when it gets fucking terrifying. Or, and, and I shouldn't say terrifying. Again, we're talking about video games. There's, what's really terrifying is people dying from COVID and people ignoring science like morons. But for in video game wise of like, I, I was talking about this with Blessing, right? I feel like with as fucked up as mail is in general, and I'm talking about everything, UPS, uh, uh, you know, the USPS, all that jazz. Um, and the limited number of units that will probably be made, right? There's got to be this conversation of, okay, like this would be if I was a consumer on the outside, super excited for PlayStation 5 or Xbox Series X, there'd be a part of me where this would be, even though I skipped it with PS4 and Xbox One, this would be the time where I'd like, fuck, should I go line up? 
should I want to, do I need to go camp outside to do this again? Because I'm sure stores are only going to get X number of units. And like, if I order it online, am I guaranteed it? Am I going to order it from walmart.com and then get the email from them of like, Hey, we said well, it was released. You're, day, but you're, it's actually you're, you're Greg Miller. You don't have to worry. You're going to get a place. No, no, I, I, no I'm hundred percent. I'll murder somebody. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm Greg Miller. <laughs> I'm a fucking crazy person. <laughs> I will dress as a FedEx person. There's no, there's, FedEx no, tell him, tell him, Greg. there's no, there's, there's no camping out this year. If it, it, I think you're smart enough to know that if your only chance of getting a PlayStation five was like camping out at a Best Buy or whatever, and being part of a mob scene, you're not, you, you're not getting a PlayStation five this year because your health is ultimately more important than that. Of course. Yes, um, yes, again, I, did, I would not do that. I'm saying, no, but, pl but, but plenty of other morons. Well, I, um, uh, I did sign up for that thing, that Sony thing. They sent me the email. Yeah, totally. So, sign up to be notified of when you can sign up to be notified of something. I thought was uh, was what I, I did it. I, I clicked on it. What's going to be hilarious is when this blows up in my face and on launch day, I have four different PS5s here that I pre-ordered. Like, God damn it. I didn't know that. Then well, I'll try you're to not going on the internet. Gonna have, you're not going to have any trouble uh, getting rid of it. I did that. I over pre-ordered um, on PlayStation 4. I like pre-ordered from like three different places. I ended up getting two. Yeah. And um turned out Adam Sessler couldn't get one, so he came by and he, bought, he took mine off my hand. So you know, you're even if you had if you end up with an extra one, you're gonna have any trouble uh, offloading it. Adam Sessler will be there for me. I understand. Yeah. Number three on the Roper Report: AT and T is pulling Warner Brothers games from the auction block. This is Nabila Ahmed and Scott Moritz over at Bloomberg. AT&T Incorporated has removed its Warner Brothers video game business from the list of non-core assets up for sale, deciding it was too valuable to unload during its effort to pay down debt and streamline, according to people familiar with the situation. Warner Brothers Interactive Entertainment, uh, the gaming unit that is home to the titles like Harry Potter, Wizards Unite, and Mortal Kombat 11, has attracted interest from several major companies and could have reaped $4 billion, as reported by CNBC in June. But AT&T balked given the, the business's growth potential, said the people, asking not to be identified because of the information being private. AT&T began working with Lion Tree Advisors earlier this year to explore a potential sale of the business, according to two people familiar with the matter. Microsoft, uh, Take-Two Interactive, and Electronic Arts and Blizzard Entertainment were among potential suitors for the asset, those people said. AT&T and Take-Two declined to comment. The other companies didn't immediately respond to requests for comment. The decision to abandon the sale, which could be subject to change, came amid a turnover in senior leadership at AT&T. In July, Chief Operating Officer uh, John Stankley, yeah, I got that, Stankley, <laughs> or no, Stanky, Stanky, uh, like like Tony Stank, remember that? Great Stan Lee cameo, Iron Man 2, love it. Um, or was it 3? Kevin, Iron Man 2 or 3? Remember he pounds on the glass? Yep, Are you 100%, my dude. Which one was it? Uh-huh. No, it was two. It was two, right? Because three was the one with yeah, the mandarin. Two, two. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but like a whole bunch of people. There's new people in chairman. Uh, a few factors that it may have influenced uh, AT&T's retreat from the sales process. Among them is the upcoming release of a potentially popular Harry Potter game that allows players to take the roles of different characters and explore Hogwarts Wizard Academy. And as the COVID-19 pandemic has uh, closed megaplexes, uh, people are seeking out different sources of entertainment. New video game releases are landing like blockbuster movies. It's also possible that AT&T realized that selling the business could be more complicated than it expected. As analysts have pointed out, the amount of licensed content in the games would come with a set of long-term strings attached. So, Gary, this is a good move. AT&T's dumb. They shouldn't have tried to sell WB games. There's a lot of great shit going on over there. Yeah, maybe. I don't have any particular love for AT&T. I think all their products oh, no, and services are shit. I won't have them in the house personally. Um, just bad. Just bad. Really, I used to have AT and T, uh, some kind of broadband. Absolutely terrible, just awful. Um, they they keep trying to get me back. All of their mail just goes straight into fucking recycling. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you, there's a lot of Gary rants I don't see coming. This AT and T isn't alive. Oh, that. I was terrible, I terrible. Coming. Talk to anyone who ever had uh, their AT and T um, TV service, whatever it's called. Absolute fucking awful. Just awful. And they're, they're, I used to be on an AT&T uh, cell phone plan. Absolute shit. Wow. Just terrible. Fucking drop calls all the time. I switched to another okay. provider. Never. Oh, this is what it's like to actually have a working phone. Uh, that's nice. Didn't I, but I didn't discover that until I got off of AT&T. Um, so, yeah, you know, it's business going to business. You know, they've looked at the numbers, uh, decided that it makes more sense to hold on to it. I guess at the end of the day, it doesn't really make any, you know, I, I always look at it from the point of view, like how does this affect me? And it doesn't. So I don't really care. Hey, you still get great Batman games. That's how it affects you. You're well, get I mean, but, but you would still get those. Just someone else would be owned. Just someone else would, would, would be 
you know, at the top of the corporate ladder. I mean, when they, I mean, it, it would fuck things up, right? Because, you know, if you sell WB games and Rocksteady goes somewhere else, they don't necessarily come with Suicide Squad. Yeah, I, su- I, I, I suppose so. But the I'm version, sure of, the, the version just... of the, the, like a lot of the stories this week seem to be nothing, nothing, there's no news over here. Nothing's happening there. Like it's a bit, you know, a lot of the news this week is like nothing's really going on. I mean, you want to know why? Because nobody will announce these fucking console release dates yeah. and prices. Let's yeah. fucking go. See, that's Slow news week. That's why people want it so bad is that they can have something to fucking yell about on the internet. And right now they can just yell about the lack thereof. They're also yelling at me. I see in the chat, everybody, I see it. It was fucking Civil War. Hey, Ray says Tony Stank was from Civil War, you dingus. And then he shamed Kevin for enabling me and not correcting it. Uh, Thanks, Kevin. Hey, 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 hey. What, what's this kid's name that's talking shit about me? Hey, Ray. Hey, Ray. <laughs> you know as well as I know that we that I wasn't listening. All right? I just agreed with whatever he said, like <laughs> I do sometimes. Okay? Hey, Ray. That's right. Hey, Ray. You got it there. Uh, number four. Guess what, Gary? This is You wanted some big news? I'll give you some big news. Give yeah, me some animal news. talking host. You can cancel Nintendo eShop pre-orders now. This is James O'Connor over at GameSpot. A new policy change for the Nintendo Switch eShop means that players now have the option of canceling pre-orders. As Vooks point out, which I don't know what that means because I wasn't. Uh, the previous rule is that eShop pre-orders would not be charged right away. Uh, now there's no way to recover those funds if you change your mind. Now pre-orders do not charge until shortly before release. An update to the Nintendo support page uh, details the change linking to a guide on how to cancel pre-orders. This can be done through your browser or the Switch itself. It can be done up until the game is available for preload, typically seven days before the game is is released there you go you're gary widow man of the people remember that's, that's how a consumer friendly move although yeah. all it really i mean that's nice to see but all it really does is bring it more in line with what most big companies sure. already like when you pre-order something on amazon they don't charge you until the product actually ships and you can cancel up until the last minute so i'm glad to see nintendo bring their policy more in line with you know what other major companies are already doing in that area and then a quick one to close it out. Number five on the Roper Report, Vlam Beer is closing. This is Matt T.M. Kim at IGN.com. Vlam Beer, the Dutch indie studio founded by Rami Ismail and uh, Jan Willem Nijem, sorry, uh, has announced that it's shutting down. The news comes on Vlam Beer's 10th anniversary after it was founded by uh, Rami and Jan uh, in 2010 while the two were still students. Unlike other studio closures, Vlambeer has made this uh, has made the conscious decision to shut down its outfit or, quote, like a boy band splitting up, as co-founder Rami Ismail said in an email to IGN. Vlambeer's 10-year uh, career includes hyperactive takes on arcade-style gameplay. In 2010, the duo released Super Crate Box. The team followed up with uh, successful, the successful Ridiculous Fishing in 2013, Luftrausers in 2014, and Nuclear Throne in 2015. Vlambeer confirmed that its current project, Ultra Bugs, will still launch and that there will be uh, select support for former games. Quote, it's not a sad day for us, but a happy conclusion to a whirlwind decade filled with screen shake, the company said in a tweet. It feels like we've achieved what we set out to do as a studio, as a voice, and as individuals. And we're extremely grateful for these past years. Yeah, end quote. Uh, there is a Vlambeer and Friends Goodbye Sale Live on Steam where you can check out the team's past games as well as other games from other indie devs. Uh, Vlambeer and Rami, uh, obviously somebody you probably have heard of if you've ever been to the Indie Mega Booth or you've watched uh, PAX Wrestling or anything like that. So good on both uh, Rami and his co-founder there, Willem, who, or no, no, uh, uh, Jan, uh, who I don't know if I remember. They were always a staple and still will probably be of industry events when they can happen again. And of course, just supporting uh, smaller devs through GDC initiatives and things like that. So good on them. Good on them, Gary. Um, yeah, I don't have much on that one, Greg. I don't think I have heard. I think maybe I played ridiculous fishing on iPhone like yeah. back in the day, but I'm not familiar with the other games that you mentioned. So Blue Frost, yeah. you got to play. Great game. Good on Vita. Okay. All right. Gary. What? I'm excited for you to find other games you're going to want to play. Maybe games that are out very, very soon. But before I ask you where I would go, I'm going to tell you about our sponsors. Ladies and gentlemen, today we're brought to you by Brooklinen. Guess what? We all sleep on Brooklinen sheets because they're amazing. Did you know I also use Brooklinen towels because they're amazing? Did you know that Brooklinen in general is amazing? They are. Falls right around the corner, and what better time to refresh your space for the fresh new season? We're talking about all new super soft bedding, towels, and even loungewear. If you're going to sit back and admire your new digs, you might as well be insanely comfortable doing it. Home to the internet's favorite sheets, Brook Linen's got over 50,000 five star reviews and counting. Uh, and because they love a deal almost as much as they love comfort, Brook Linen's 
Labor Day event is happening this weekend, featuring everything you need to outfit your home this season at a fraction of the price. Uh, I, of course, love it. I've said it. I wear, uh, I sleep in the Brooklyn sheets. You've heard this before. If we take them off, we wash them, we put them right back on. I don't put on any other ones. Now I got these Brooklyn and towels. That's how I'm getting dry and I'm feeling fresh. You should be like me. Uh, we're all spending time at, at home nowadays. We're all spending so much time at home nowadays. Why not upgrade your home with Brooklinen? Their Labor Day event is coming up this weekend, and it's a big one. Don't miss out on big savings on all things sheets, towels, loungewear, and so much more. And if you can't wait, you can get 10% off your first order and free shipping right now when you use the promo code GAMES at brooklinen.com. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com. Brooklyn everything you need for your most comfortable life up next it's logitech logitech of course has been one of the uh, companies that have supported kind of funny for so long giving us those amazing headsets i use the one at the office all the time with the mic built in uh we're big fans of it and that's what we're talking about right yeah the pro x wireless light speed gaming headset is a game changer oh this is the new one Oh, I don't have this one yet. Based on the award-winning pro gaming headset design, that's the one I have. Pro X Wireless features uh, high-quality materials, advanced communications, precision audio, and total wireless freeform. It's a high-performance Pro X gaming headset with light-speed wireless technology and up to 20-plus hours of battery life. It also features a detachable pro-grade microphone featuring real-time blue voice technology, uh, including passive noise isolation, compressor, compressor uh, limiter, and far more and far more for clean professional voice comms. Kevin, is that all important? That sounds like something you'd be yelling at me about making it work. Making it work. Absolutely. I uh, recently right. tried these on at uh, Tim's house. Very yeah. comfortable. Very comfortable. I have the wired version yeah. of the Pro X, and I really like it a lot. Yeah, me too. I, I, I didn't know I they made my it. eye on that uh, wireless one, to be quite honest with you. Yeah. Well, let me tell you there, it doesn't stop there. <laughs> There's also the Advanced Pro G 50 millimeter drivers, oh, which deliver clear and precise sound imaging and improve, improve bass response. Hear footsteps and environmental cues with clarity to give you competitive advantage. Uh, you can experience this headset's supreme comfort and durability for a limited time. Logitech G is off offering our listeners 10% off select projects at logitechg.com. Use the code KFGAMES for 10% off today. That's 10% off select Logitech G products with promo code GAMES. And finally, it's Hims. Forhims.com is all about men's wellness. Uh, if you need help with hair loss, ED, or have a cold, if you're interested in mental health or COVID-19 home tests, Hims is here for you. We all know the story. Andy and Nick wanted to maintain their own wellness, so they looked at hymns for help to keep their hair full and healthy we can confirm nick and 80's hair is full and healthy 66 percent of men start to lose their hair by the age 35 but thanks to science hair loss can be optional hymns connects you with fda approved products to treat hair loss and they have thousands of happy customers loving their results if approved products will be shipped directly to your door in discreet packaging uh today Hims is giving you their best offer yet. If you're not happy with your results after 90 days, Hims will give you a full refund. And right now, our listeners can get their first visit absolutely free. Go to forhims.com/gamesdaily. That's forhims.com/gamesdaily. Full refund of price paid available for first 90 days supply. Refund requests made uh, must be between 90 and 180 days after the product shipment is delivered. Prescription products require an online consultation with a medical professional who will determine if a prescription is appropriate. Restrictions apply. See the website for full details and safety information at 4 slash kind of funny. Hold on. I mean, I scroll back. I scroll away. No, yeah. 4hims.com slash games daily. You get confident, Gary. You know, you get overconfident with these ads. Don't get cocky. First, I've been gone for two weeks. It's my first time reading this one. I got to get out there. Gary, if I wanted a list, where would I go? The official list of upcoming software on each and every platform as listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily Show hosts each and every weekday. Oh, yeah, that's right. We've got this thing now. I do like that. You keep that shit for Tim, all right? He doesn't want to sing. That's on Tim. That's not on me, all right? Do you not like it, Greg? No. Greg likes is singing it, is the thing. I like using like my mouth for the, everything. Okay, so you don't like oh, that you don't get to do it, basically. Pretty much, yeah. Okay. I've heard often that a lot of people say the one thing they need more of on Kind of Funny is Greg Miller. And so like, <laughs> they don't want to listen to a podcast where I'm not consuming the oxygen in the room, right? I mean, you are the edifice upon which it is all built. You, you know, are the foundation. Your mouth to God's ears, you know. Uh, out today, Batu Tabatu on Xbox One, CD Run on Xbox One, Piffle, a cat puzzle adventure on Switch, Half Fly 3 on PC, Cornflake Crisis on PC and Mac, and The Moon Relax on PC. 
this is a this is a good day for the random video game name generator. Just I wonder fucking... what Cornflake Crisis is. Kevin, get me a trailer for Cornflake Crisis. On it, boss man. While you do that, I'll tell you some new dates. Uh, James O'Connor at GameSpot wrote, Dead by Daylight is bound for next-gen with PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X versions announced. Developer Behavior Interactive has announced that the Realm Beyond project, uh, which will introduce numerous free updates to the game on all platforms, is the lead-up to the game's fifth anniversary in June 2021. Uh, the Signifier launches October 15th on PC, and it's coming to PlayStation 4 and Xbox One early 2021. And this is Cornflake Crisis. No artificial. What are, am I, is that a cornflake? Uh, like it's just a cornflake. So it's it's getting keyed out. Hold on, let me see. Oh, because it's green. I see. I see. I yeah, see. Yeah, but what? It shouldn't be getting keyed out. I must have done something. It's Give fine. People get it. You're a cornflake. You're hopping around. This looks like something. Yeah, I, I had a feeling it was going to be like a 2D cutesy platformer, and that's what it is. There we go. Oh, you see it? Oh wow. There it is. Game of the year. His mate said that. All right, I get it. All right. Uh, Welcome to Elk will be released on September 17th for Xbox One and PC. Uh, I'm excited about that one. And then the Coma 2 Vicious Sisters is coming to Xbox One September 4th. Deals of the day for you. Uh, Blowfish Studios sent me a press release today. The headline was, Blowfish Studios. A lot of our games are on sale on PlayStation 4 until September 9th. So if you want a Blowfish game, go get it. And then we got some new dates for Game Pass stuff coming soon to Game Pass. Uh, The Jackbox Party Pack 4 will come to console on uh, September 3rd. Resident Evil 7 Biohazard comes to console on PC September 3rd. Tell me why Chapter 2 comes to console on PC September 3rd. I played played Chapter 1, talked about it on a PS I Love You, which of course is an affront to God himself, Shuhei Yoshida. But that's a great game. I'm I'm very excited for the next two chapters. Did you play it yet, Gary? No, we got it pre-installed on Game Pass. My uh, my wife and I both really liked Life is Strange, so we're excited oh, yeah. to try this one out too. Really interesting one. I'm excited to see where it goes. Uh, to Who Luna Nights comes to console on PC September 3rd. World War Z comes to PC September 3rd. Star Renegades comes to PC September 8th. Disgaea 4 Complete Plus comes to September 10th to PC. Hot Shot Racing comes to console uh, September 10th. Tell me why Chapter 3 comes to console on PC September 10th. And then Destiny 2 Shadowkeep and Forsaken. Just says coming soon to console. So I guess Greg, what is your most anticipated game this year that's not out yet? <sighs> Spider-Man Miles Morales, right? Yeah, I suppose that would be up there. Yeah. Outside of that, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, probably. What about you? Cyberpunk, I guess, would have to be up yeah, there. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, every everyone's excited about that. Yeah, one, that's the thing. Right? I, I, I am excited for Cyberpunk. On it. Yeah. Miles Morales for sure, especially because it's a next-gen title. Um and you know, even though it's not announced, whatever this new Mario All Stars thing is that we know is coming, oh, yeah, I'll be yeah, I'll be all over that as well for sure. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, what? How, what's your? So is are you just because like I would the other thing I am super excited about is the Halloween update for Animal Crossing. Like, is that going to get you back? Talk to me right now. Your career now, right? You've given up the screenwriting. We all know you canceled <laughs> yeah. all your contracts. Your career is animal. So, like, are you going to play, or do you play Animal Crossing for fun anymore? Is it just the job? And then, would this bring you back to making? I don't. I don't play Animal Crossing for fun much, and that's been kind of the 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 price of of animal talking being a thing. Is like once it becomes like a job, a thing. Now, now that Animal Crossing is basically a place where I go to work, um, it's taken some of the fun out of playing. But I'm excited to come back. You know, for October, we'll see what the we're doing this Halloween special. So, like for work, I do have to like engage in October. Um, and make sure that we're picking up all the Halloween costumes and all the decorations so that we can, you know, decorate the set and yeah. everyone's going to wear Halloween costumes and stuff like that. So, like, I only I'm really check in with the game now as necessary. Fall, Fall Guys is really the game that I'm playing for fun most. And th- that and sure. PGA 2K21, which I've gotten oh, into yeah, as well. That. Yeah, I'm really enjoying that. I was listening. Of course, you do a podcast. Uh, I'm not sure where it posts, but it's called The Kind of Funny X-Cast. Um, you weren't on this last week's episode, but the one before then you were, and it was the Battletoads flight simulator one. Yes. Have you tinkered with flight simulator? Because at the time you had- I have a little bit, and I got to tell you if you can see over here, but Microsoft sent me all this incredible, it's right over, it's like oh, yeah, okay, I see it. right now. Oh. Yeah. This incredible flight hardware, this like, this yoke. Dude, that's a cool, bo- the, the Thrustmaster pedals, right? ridiculous pedals. I didn't oh, even know pedals God. were a thing, but they sent me this whole setup and I'm my, my kid is really enjoying it. My kid loves flying around in flight simulator. So, um, but she really wants to play with like the actual flight control. So at some point I'm going to get this stuff out of the box um, and, and hook up the control yoke. What I, what I also need to do is, do is I, I need to invest in a proper stick because Star Wars Squadrons is, is you know, oh, down yeah. the road. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to want a proper stick for that. Um, I don't think that's really like a yoke-friendly game. You want more of a joystick. 
Um, but no, I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, Flight Sim, I think, is what, 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 what that game is doing is just incredible. You've seen some of these um, images of people like flying through Hurricane Laura because, you know, the game has this live weather. Um, it's just amazing. Um, and it's just, it's, it's a game I, it's a game that's going to demand a lot of time to really get into, but I really do. Um, I want to hook up this yoke and, and really get into it. And my, like I said, my kids loving it, uh, as well. So flight, so yeah, flight sim, uh, 2k PGA, 2k 21. I'm going to play the stream, stream that a little bit last night. I'm going to stream it. We're actually playing with the penny arcade guys at four o'clock today. Good. Um, we're going to, we're going to put a little foursome together. Uh, but mostly four guys. Four guys is still. I told you before, it's my game of the year. That's locked in. I don't care what else comes out. I don't care how good Cyberpunk or anything else is. Four guys yeah. is my is my game of the year. Like you I'll flip an Animal Crossing now. so quickly. I like Animal Crossing a lot, but Four Guys is the most fun I've had all year playing a video game. Here's a question then from the Xcast this week as well, which of course you should watch. It's one of ours. I was joking. Uh, YouTube.com/slash Kind of Funny Games podcast services around the globe each and every Saturday morning at six a.m. Uh, when do you think Fall Guys can will come to Xbox? Like when do you, when do you think this we is, are, uh, we asked the developers that point blank yeah um last week when we played with them and they they just said at some point yeah yeah I wonder how long I mean yes yeah yeah, yeah it will inevitably come to the other platforms but it's a question of how long does the PlayStation exclusivity last we don't know mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. how and and then you know right now the game I think. The sense at, at, at the developers is, you know, they're kind of scrambling to just catch up with the sure the popularity. The yeah, season two, uh, they've got you know, they, they, you know they're they're putting out fires every day with terms of cheaters and keeping the servers up because once the game like scales up to that level of success, it becomes like a whole other thing, and you yeah. you, you do have to run to catch up. Like they're hiring people left and right now, right now trying to man all the stations that they need to man. Um, so right now they're just, they're just trying to get the 1.0 version of the game, like just keep it up and keep it stable. Of course, and keep yeah, yeah, yeah. With it. You know, the season two content is coming, I think, sooner than anyone expected. That's coming next month. It looks like there's going to be a lot of cool stuff. Medieval, and baby. And you know they've got and they'll have a season two, three, four roadmap. Somewhere on that roadmap, the other the other console mm-hmm. versions are um, are there. We just you know, and it's inevitable. It's a question of when, not if. They can't not. You know they're leaving money on the table if they don't release those games on Xbox and and Switch and they're so you know they they work they'll work on every system, perfect for the Switch. Um, I think you know it's I, I look forward to the day when Fall Guys is on every platform and cross play is a thing and we can all play together. It's going to be wonderful. Uh, but for right now, I'm just grateful for the game even being what it is, which is like I said the most the most pure fun I've had playing a game in a very long time. We'll be interested to sh- see where it shakes out in game of the year conversation. It's going to be, uh, I mean, I, I think it's going to come down largely, largely to a matter of taste. Sure. Of course. Well, because like, how do you compare it? Like, always last of us part two or four guys game of the year. Like that's a ridiculous. That's a ridiculous comparison. question. It's going it's it's so it, to, it's, it's it's come down to, to personal taste. But I, 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 I just purely think that some, sometimes like games are first and foremost meant to be fun. They're meant to be amusement. They're meant to be entertainment. And four guys kind of taps into that, that essential DNA of like, Let's just have fun more than any game I can remember in a, in a long time. So it's my personal pick. Love it. Ladies and gentlemen, the ones who are watching live on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames, we ask to write in to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight from every for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, roosterteeth.com, and listening on podcast services around the globe. Gary, we did great today. A lot of editorializing and people trying to give factoids that didn't matter to anything. The one thing we got wrong comes from Charles Jacobson. September did add pumpkins outside Nook's Cranny and Animal Crossing New Horizons, Greg. Oh, so so yeah, I, I mean, stand corrected. You know, you know I, what I, I want. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that Nintendo agree with with the prevailing and correct wisdom that Halloween begins. On I want to buy them. I want to be able to craft them right now. I want a whole October. bunch of pumpkins. You know, that's I know, be, I know. The October know. update's going to lean all in on the stuff. And I want the. Stuff, I like. The I like that they put this wind in. I like that they're doing it this incrementally. I'm ready for the f- leaves to change, though. I'm it's ready coming. For the it's coming, Greg. The, Hallow- uh, the Halloween content you crave is coming. And not a you're wrong, but uh, my wife, Jen, did capture her own second screen experience that I sent to Kevin to show everybody if you're a viewer. You can see there I'm broadcasting with Gary, and then you can see a man hanging. Oh, in that's like so Spider-Man. weird. Why don't you just close your blinds? Those blinds are closed. The light. Oh, really? Oh, closed, well, huh? what's the point of having them then? They're completely transparent. 
I, I want people to see. I don't want people to see me completely nude, but I want them to see my outline. Imagine if that window cleaner was a kind of funny best friend. What a treat. God, he flips out. He cuts the line, falls down there, breaks both <laughs> legs. I go down there. I have to eat him, hide the body. Uh, ladies God. and gentlemen. <laughs> Why eat him? Kind of funny games. I'm not going to jail again. Uh, this, ladies and gentlemen, has been Kind of Funny Games Daily. Uh, we'll be back, of course. Uh, tomorrow will be me and Tim. Friday it will be me and Blessing. If you didn't know, Kind of Funny Games Daily is your one-stop shop for all the video game nerdy news you need to know about each and every weekday you can get it on youtube.com slash kind of funny games you can get it on rooster teeth you can get it on podcast services you can watch us live on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games you can of course if you don't mind go to patreon.com slash kind of funny games where we're gonna go and do a post show that has a question about that there x cast and maybe i'll get a little debrief from gary on what he feels about the x cast post uh what is it extension of the pilot through uh the launch of the thing but until next time, Gary, where do you want? What do you want to promote? Where do you want to send people? What's happening in your life? Um, I'm gonna have something big to promote uh, later this month, actually, and uh, that I'll be. I'm already talking to Gettys about it because he's he's excited oh. about this thing. He's, I gave him a little bit of a. Bit is of this a, the a, big celebrity for Fall Guys? No, or? no, no. This is like a new. This is like a totally unrelated, unannounced project that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. That I'm going to be in a position to talk more about later this month, and I'm excited, excited to bring that um, to kind of funny. Uh, we're excited to have it you're gonna you're gonna love it in the meantime though uh just in the short term uh uh come back to twitch.tv slash gary witter four o'clock today uh will smith will smith and i are going to be playing uh pga 2k 21 with mike and jerry from penny arcade uh we've really been enjoying streaming that game and we're going to do a little bit more of it uh saturday morning 10 a.m another episode of dungeon crossing where we play dungeons and dragons inside animal crossing it's kind of a spin-off uh from animal talking uh, now, do you consider Friday, that fun? Do you consider that fun, or is that work now? As yeah, well? I've really enjoyed. I learned. I never played Dungeons and Dragons, and so sure. um, I'm I'm learning how to play, and I'm really enjoying it a lot. Have you ever played D and D? Yeah, we did it once on a Game Over Greggy show with Critical Role, and it was fun. I'm really, 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 really enjoyed, really enjoying learning how to play. I'm like, oh yeah, I get this now. Like, I get it. I, I get why people people like playing D and D. It's really fun. Um, and then Friday night, seven o'clock. Uh, myself and my uh, talk guys uh, co-host Kate Stark, twitch.tv slash Kate, uh, will be playing uh, Four Guys with Felicia Day and Amy Okuda uh, in the next episode of Talk Guys, in which we uh, play Four Guys and attempt to conduct some kind of interview in the midst of all the chaos of playing Four Guys. That's That's been a fun show to do so far. And Great. Just, just to be Lots clear, of things it, happening on the Twitches. On the Twitches. It's not that up, Will Kevin? Smith, right? Tested Will I mean, Smith. The, yeah. the, the only the, Will Smith the, in my heart. The, 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 the funny thing is, Will's Twitch channel is literally twitch.tv slash not that Will Smith. No, I know. That's that's why. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's that Will Smith. Not that Will Smith. Ladies and gentlemen, until next time, it's not Will Smith. It's been our pleasure to serve you. <laughs>